Hi, this is Nick from Volume 1, and the brand new Volume 1 podcast was made possible by Royal Credit Union, Chippewa Valley Eye Clinic, and DebraBecker.com, offering State Farm Insurance. Hey, everybody. Find a chair, find a couch, find a beanbag chair, and nestle in, because it's time for the Volume 1 podcast, baby. My name is Eric Christensen. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we have a beautiful and star-studded show for you here today. Uh, but first, I want to introduce the producer of the pod, Nick Meyer. How are we doing, Nick? Hello, Eric. I'm good. We had to make some adjustments this episode. We uh, pulled back a little bit. We got people just all across this mm. room. <laughs> we are miles apart we're at this spread. time. I can't even... Because um, maybe you heard about the pandemic. I don't know. So... <laughs> Yeah, but we're Wait, all what? set. I think we're going to do good. Everybody's safe. Yeah, I'm feeling good about it. We got a, a great show. We're spread out. We're sanitized. Uh, my knuckles have been so dry and so cracked from using all this hand sanitizer. Uh, but I'm lotioned up and we're ready to pod. Fantastic show for you here today, folks. Uh, later on in the show, we got the prolific runner, the co-owner of Blue Ox Running in downtown Eau Claire, and the winner of the 2019 Eau Claire Marathon. <laughs> Oh, man, we're talking about running, my expertise, my forte, talking about running uh, with Adam Condit. Adam Condit is in the building. He's going to be on the program later. Uh, and He we're brought gonna... his treadmill. He's already <laughs> running on the treadmill. Yeah, he's warming there. up. He's warming up. It's up ridiculous. There. The yeah, guy's obnoxious. I don't know. He's already done 13, 13 miles yeah. since he's gotten here. So it's, we'll see if he can get to that full 26. Uh, but yeah, later Adam's going to play some uh, games with us uh, alongside our esteemed panelists, which, oh my God, look at that. They're here right now. I'm going to introduce them to the sweetest and most charming people I know. Oh. Uh, first on my left, she's one of the coolest people in the world. Uh, she's a retired French teacher from Eau Claire North High School. Uh, she's a forensics master. Uh, she works at the local store, which brightens my day every time she's in. Uh, and I didn't know this, but she's actually the starting power forward for the Milwaukee Bucks. That's true. <laughs> Bonnie That's Knight true is here. Right. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here, Bonnie. Very excited. Everybody's to have you. best friend. <laughs> Everybody's That's best who Bonnie friend. Bonnie is. <laughs> Uh, and on my far right, across the entire room, uh, you might recognize him as his musical alter ego, Fresco Savage, whose debut single, Fine, featuring Yacht Daddy, is out now on all platforms. He's the former lead singer of The Millennium. He has a beautiful voice, which you can hear uh, on his old podcast, Matt's House, and he's got a new podcast called Fresco yes. Savage, live from the interdimensional bedroom. And this summer he found an ostrich egg and he cracked it open and ate it on Facebook Live. Absolutely. Please welcome Matt Hassenmuller. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Raise the roof, everybody. <laughs> Raise yes. the roof. Thank you both for being here. Uh, how are we feeling? Feeling good? Feeling great. Awesome. Feeling good, <laughs> feeling light. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. So, uh, it, you know, it's November in Eau Claire. You know what that means. Uh, it's parking ticket season. Uh, starting November 1st, alternate side parking rules are in effect in Eau Claire until May of 2021, six months out of the year, which means that the Eau Claire Police Department is just absolutely making it rain parking tickets right now <laughs> all over the city. Uh, get, get caught parking on the wrong side of the street and it costs you $30. Uh, it's kind of controversial because it's, you know, it's annoying having to move your car to the other side of the street, obviously, but you know we got to keep the streets plowed at the same time. So have you gotten a ticket yet, Bonnie? Uh, well, I used to live <laughs> down in the third ward. So I am on the, I have been on the team, get the cars off the road for yeah. a while, but now I live out in the country. So I feel as strongly about You've it. You've graduated. I have, but yeah. I, I do have an idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, you're interested in incentivizing people to uh, either not park on the streets or get off one side of the street or the other. Right. I think that we should enlist Zambonis. <laughs> Get some city, city Zambonis Yeah, and out then there. we could set up skating rinks. Like, who wouldn't clear their road for skating rinks? <laughs> so just all the streets all are the skatable. Uh, yes. At all times. Uh, well, no, alternate, alternate. Oh, just one side of yes, the street. Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. one, or east-west streets and then north-south. And then I think you could have Zamboni races. <laughs> and then when you're done with that, Amazing. you could have snowplow races. I mean, the possibilities are. Just I think the, huge machinery The city's racing. Zamboni budget would skyrocket. That would get <laughs> expensive. You need more parking tickets to pay to for pay those Zambonis. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there won't be any place to park if you close some of the streets, so people will result, mm -hmm. resort to double parking anyway. There are a lot of 
tickets just flying around. I feel like it's it's too much. There's got to be there's got to be a better way. Yeah. I mean, well, what was it last last year in February? Was that was that yeah, crazy or crazy no? Month. That cra- or two years ago, the insane month, and they insane. had something like twenty six hundred parking tickets. Yeah, sixty grand <laughs> worth of parking tickets. Well, I think it, that must buy a couple, at least two, four two Zambonis. Zambonis. Oh, I don't that, know. That was a crazy February. I mean, I think it snowed six to eight inches every three days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I will say, as insane. the as probably Eau Claire's worst parker, and I've probably stimulated the budget so much with my tickets uh i think i've had enough i think we need to figure out a better system rise up yeah that crazy month they actually had tried to do something different they tried to do the snow emergency thing like they do i like that idea i just don't know why it didn't pay i don't i think people didn't pay you know i guess that was 10 times the average of tickets that they hand out that month and it was because they tried this different thing they're like well that didn't work so let's get back to the alternate side but it's th- like you got to be vigilant for six months out of the year. It's crazy. I think it's Biden like said he's going to be forgiving all parking tickets. Oh, that's great. So, you know, it'll be fine. So that's true. It. I'm about to put a down payment on a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's economic stimulus. Yeah, there it is. Exactly. Right there, just forgive parking tickets. You, you know, but there, you know, there's a bit of a divide there, too. I feel like, you know, people people in Bonnie's situation out in the country, you know, homeowners a lot of the time, they have, part, they have dri- you know, driveways heated garages you can always tell the people with the heated garages is this we some see sort you. of guilt trip a, we see a, a, attempt here <laughs> yes i'm just saying recognize your privilege a little bit my car has ice on it <clears throat> 365 24 7 i'm right there with you baby it has a little snow hat on it and it's no fun it's called character gentlemen endure but maybe there's a way we can incentivize people to do their, you know, park on the right side of the road without actually just handing out ticket after ticket. I mean, it's a pandemic. Do we need to punish people further? You know, maybe there's something more symbolic you can do, like uh, like a Smokey the Bear type character. I mean, <laughs> you know, he's he's purely symbolic. He doesn't cost anyone thirty dollars, and he actually helps prevent forest fires. So I, maybe there's something there. Smokey the Zamboni. Drink. I like. What about, what about Parky the Porcupine? <laughs> And his phrase can be That's "Don't funny. get poked." Oh my god! By like a ticket or something. That is genius. But really, I mean, we don't. This year, no one's supposed to be going anywhere. Just don't plow the streets. No <laughs> one's supposed to leave their house, right? Yeah, that yeah. would incentivize staying home. I like "Don't plow the streets." That's not bad. In high school, we used to drag a sled behind a '98 Honda Civic <laughs> all around Altoona, and it was some of the most fun I've had. That's so good. Winter recreation. Yes, just breathing in exhaust fumes. Just breathing. Classic in. Wisconsin lifestyle. It's a, it's a shake of the day shakedown in the Chippewa Valley, you guys. Uh, unbelievable headlining c- coming out of the Leader Telegram recently about the uh, Big T's Saloon. You've been to Big T's, uh, a dive bar in Eau Claire, and it's, it's owner Killer Bloody Mary's. <laughs> yeah, That's the place. The best in the valley. Uh, its owner is now facing legal trouble after undercover special agents uh, busted them. They're, they're from the Wisconsin Department of Revenue, and they busted them for having a shake of the day bar dice game with almost $40,000 in the jackpot. Shameful, shameful. Just crazy. I thought they were from like I mean, the ATF, wasn't it? More of the ATF or was it the, was it just the boring IRS agents? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it was like, Wisconsin this was like Department a CIA operation. <laughs> it had to be. It should, yeah, undercover agents at Big T's. I love it. I mean, know? that's wild. Uh, it's certainly an interesting read. I implore you all to go check out that story because it's a weird thing that's happening. But I guess, you know, somebody went in and put $2,000 into the shake of the day. Uh, and then they later got kicked out of the bar for some reason. And then their friend reported the bar to the Department of Revenue, who then busted him. And now the, the owner's facing charges. But, like, you know, bar dice, I mean, is that is it really gambling? I you mean, know, is it really illi- – it's everywhere. I just want to say that if I had an extra 2K laying around, yeah. uh, rather than put it into Big T's, you know, shake of the day. Scratch-offs. No, I would go to the local store at Volume 1 head- oh, yeah, World yeah, Headquarters, yeah. and I would buy T-shirts for everybody. Oh, yeah. T-shirts on the house. You get a T-shirt. You get a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, you you guys get a T-shirt. Oprah. Everybody gets a T-shirt. Yeah, you'd Oprah that too. I mean, yeah. at this point, what constitutes gambling in a bar? Because, I mean, there's yeah. plenty... I mean, right now you're just gambling with your life to even be in a bar. <laughs> well, when we so. used to do, I mean, there were cakewalks, silent raffles. Is that also gambling? I mean, if cakewalks that's Cake. a thing in bars no no not bars but church i mean <laughs> yeah. we're talking establishments i mean i don't a world without meat raffles is not a world that i, I want to dance, dance in. in thank you bonnie <laughs> thank yeah. there is uh something that like religious organizations and like maybe like veterans groups and stuff are exempt from this illegal gambling thing so they can do things like meat raffles and other 
other thing you know i don't can they do shake of the day probably yeah probably or you could just call yourself a religious organization you haven't you haven't lived hey have you spent time at big t's i I have been in there and it was i mean uh i I definitely felt like an outsider well in full disclosure i should say they actually one time since they won the best uh bloody mary yeah and they are they they invited the entire volume one staff to come down and all have did did we all have bloody marys i don't know yeah they made like 15 bloody marys for us and so we that we should have incredible that's a, a journalistic Full disclosure, we got <laughs> They buttered you up. Uh, yeah. So I'm on so, Big T's. So we're totally here. fine I, with this. I am completely thing. on Big T's I'm side. Oh, me too. Gambling. I don't think you've lived until you've had a Bloody Mary shake of the day at Big T's on a Sunday morning. <laughs> they do have, I guess they have some video gambling machines there too, and some sports betting machines. So they're really trying to throw it all at the wall to try and get people some money, I guess. You know, hey, they're just a, trying to help out their called, community. It's called hashtag culture. <laughs> exactly. Well, it is. That's the thing. It's Wisconsin culture. And, man, everybody totally needs whatever is. they can to survive in a pandemic right now. These businesses, <laughs> if they have to resort to illegal gambling to stay open, then I support them. Yeah, hey, you know, and if somebody... <laughs> That's ha- an official you know, statement from volume one. <laughs> maybe, there's a, maybe there's an essential worker that goes in and wins 40 grand... Like that's kind of a heartwarming story. I wish to I me. would have known that's before Hail Mary. they got busted. <laughs> a Hail Mary great. heartwarming story. But man, either way, you know, undercover agents going into big T's and busting them for getting that sounds like a, a plot out of a season of Fargo. And I think <laughs> I've said this before, and I'm going to say it many times on this podcast. I'm guessing, but they need to make a season of Fargo that is based in set in Eau Claire. There's yeah. plenty of stories. And somebody get me on the phone with FX. <laughs> I, I agree 100%. I even think a little bit north of here, like you go up to the, the lake cities up north, mm-hmm. that's where like the Chicago mob used to yes, hang out. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Bootleggers. Yeah. Moonshine. They probably are still up there, actually. We could become the new the new capital of illegal activity. There's a great website that shows what it is today. Like there's a bait shop and it used to be a brothel. It's great. You just got to Google it. It's wonderful. Yeah, if we could be the epicenter of crime, I think that would be cool. So get out there and do some crimes, Triple Valley. <laughs> so in July, the uh, Eau Claire Veterans Foundation raised this massive 40 by 80 foot American flag in Altoona by River Prairie. Have you seen this thing? How can you not? It's huge. Yeah, yeah. You know it's what? very big. I haven't seen it. And he lives in, he lives in Altoona. Oh I well, I I go to Altoona frequently. I work in Altoona. Yeah, and I'm from and I'm from. You there. haven't seen it. I haven't seen. I I must have like my eyes zoned in on the road or something. Uh, I mean, they did take it down for so as the giant American flag, basically the size of a basketball court, waving in River Prairie along the highway. Yeah, and. You know, I mean, it was taken down for a while, which made a lot of people upset. They thought that, that you know, Altoona hates America. But really, <laughs> sure. they were just something like a cable broke or something, which I'm glad a cable didn't break and the flag didn't go careening into Highway 53. Well, it broke because the flag's so big, it's it so broke big. the cable. Yeah, yeah of course. And uh, they had to call in a, a flag repair specialist There's only to one come of those. and fix it. There's only one There's of those. one of those in the entire country. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's coming in to fix the flag. And then it's back. So Altoona doesn't hate America. In fact, Altoona loves America so much they have the biggest flag in the entire world. Uh, so, I mean, why, why do you need a flag that big? <laughs> so, um, I'm, my dad was a World War II veteran, and I am super patriotic. I own 31 flags. 31 American flags way. Most of them are little, but I own 31 (laughs) American flags. Um, But it is really big. It's like the size of a house. When you drive by, it is so huge that if like if I were in Spaceballs, the movie, (laughs) I would say I was part of Operation Ludicrous Large. Ludicrous Large. Large. Yes. Yes. Ludicrous Large. Man, you guys are on one today. We're on it. You guys should just host this instead of me. I've known Bonnie my entire musical career. I that found out. Is one true. of my first shows was the North High Talent That's Show. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I was the director, producer, manager, everythinger of that show, and I've known him since Amazing. he was a sophomore in high school. <laughs> yeah, River Prairie Fantastic. is a bit weird to me because when I was in high school in Altoona, where I grew up, yeah, they every Earth Day we would clean up the River Prairie Nature Reserve. Yeah. That then they swiftly bulldozed a year after pregnant. I graduated. Yeah. That's now the Woodman's nature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I'm going to say you're welcome for carrying out all those washers and dryers yeah. and tires for the development team. Gosh, yeah, they really came in. There's some back pay. Oh, yeah. to be a real prairie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say one thing about the giant flag, and you know, sometimes I see small flags. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I see the flag. 
But this one, I was on the on-ramp, and I really had a moment with this thing. I was like, that is, it is enormous, and it is billowing so beautifully right now. And it is stirring. And, yeah. It is stirring. I was like, I'm proud yeah, yeah. to be an American. Yeah. Call, call Chris Cruzy. The, cars, the Chris sound Cruzy, of the cars yeah. deafened. Your vision got tunneled. So you just yeah. had a moment. And then I drove into Quick Trip uh, on accident. Yeah, and you got some Bosco sticks with the marinara. <laughs> what's, a, what's more American than that? Yeah, of course. All right, that that I'll uh, that'll do it for the panel segment. I want to thank my guests again uh, so much for coming. Uh, Matt, do you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah, everything Fresco Savage. Um, that is my <laughs> that is my hip hop alter ego. I tried to come as Fresco Savage today, but they wouldn't let me. They thought I'd tear down the studio. But uh, I have a new podcast called Fresco Savage Live from the Interdimensional Bedroom. It's me and my upcoming hip hop sensation friend Wannabe. We talk about. Weird things like time travel. We also talk about current events and conspiracies and all the weird stuff you talk about uh, late at night. So <laughs> if you if you like the shirt, you like the podcast, <laughs> and you like animals. Yeah, uh, and uh, and the hip hop tunes are good too. Yeah, and I got yeah. I got a record coming Great out this song. winter. Amazing, uh, Bonnie. Do you have anything to plug? Just wine. Just wine. <laughs> Bonnie's Lots throwing her plug to wine. I'm here for that. Wine is good. Yeah, let's get <laughs> Like, it. how am I going to get through the winter without it? <laughs> to quote Chris Cruzy, wine is good. Wine is good. Is that... Boxes and boxes and boxes of wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, thank you guys again so much for being here. Uh, they're going to leave for now, uh, but you'll both be back later to play some game yeah. was, uh, games with us all about Chippewa Valley stuff. It's going to be goofy. Uh, so stay tuned, folks. We're going to be right back talking with Adam Condit. All right, Nick, we've got a sponsor to tell folks about, Deborah Becker of State Farm Insurance, you know, at DebraBecker.com. Yeah, okay, a little insider info here. When we decided to create this podcast, the very first business we wanted to check with for sponsorship was Deborah Becker from State Farm. And that's because she is always up for the new, the experimental, and anything that she thinks is good for the people of Eau Claire and the Chippewa Valley. And she has supported so much stuff from Volume 1 over the years, new publications and community events, uh, videos, really just all kinds of different things. Absolutely. And, you know, it's not just Volume 1 either. Either. I mean, it's the entire no, right. community. I mean, they're pumping money into community projects like the Boyd Park Plus, the yep. sculpture tour, uh, concerts, art installations, just so much stuff that the entire community can share. Yeah, it's cool. And that's the thing, because to some degree, to people like us, we're just lay people. Insurance is insurance. We don't know the difference. So I don't. sometimes you pick your people based on who shares your values in a community. Who do you think is making some cool things happen? And for us, that's vo that volume one anyway. That's Deborah Becker with State Farm. And it, it's pretty cool to work, actually work with the people that are sponsoring oh, the podcast. Totally. Deb and Casey there at State Farm, they have their office right downtown, right on Barstow Street. They have everything insured that, that volume one does and in my life for bunch of years uh, and really they're just approachable available understandable and above all they're just decent human beings and that helps <laughs> it does help uh, so if you need insurancey things please consider visiting debrabecker.com welcome back to the volume one podcast folks where we are absolutely cooking uh thanks again to matt and bonnie for the first segment they'll be back in a bit but first Nick and I are very, very excited to welcome our featured guest today. Uh, he's a runner, a coach, a dad, and an entrepreneur. He's the co-owner of Blue Ox Running in downtown Eau Claire, along with his wife, Alicia, where they've built up and brought together a huge community of riders in the valley on Runners, the not riders. Did I say riders? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe riders, too. Well, I'm riding too much and not running enough, I guess. <laughs> uh, they've brought together a huge community of runners in the Valley on the streets and on social media. And like so many small businesses have had to work through this difficult year and figure out how to make it all work. So we want to talk about all of that. Please welcome Adam Condit. Yes. Hey, there he is. Oh, here I am. All right. From social media. <laughs> yeah. From social media? You're the, you're the guy from social media? I don't know. Am <laughs> I? Am I that guy? So, yeah, yeah. You, you and I are coming from from different worlds here. A little bit. <laughs> That's no I problem. Say, I'm not a runner at all. I've thought about going for a run every day for the last 15 years, and I haven't done it yet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, Only how do you keep yourself inspired? Oh gosh, um, it's probably easy at this point. Yeah, yeah I mean, at a certain point, like a lot of folks ask, like, how do you run every day? How do you run this far? Um, it just becomes kind of like brushing your teeth. It's yeah. kind of a lifestyle. I started running when I was in middle school, hated it, like literally was looking at the curb <laughs> that I was running on. Which curb am I going to break my ankle on intentionally oh, no. <laughs> so I don't have to oh, be boy. on this stupid track team anymore? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like it was That's a intense. grind to kind of get over the hump of enjoying it. It took about two, three years. 
And then high school, it really clicked, and I enjoyed it. I liked the team atmosphere, and I just kept going from there. So yeah. since the school days, I mean, give, give us the story of you guys. I mean, you guys and your family have been here a few years now, yep. and you went to school here before. Yeah. But um, it really seems like the community has kind of rallied around the store, and you really had a strong vision for that place and, and that community when you came in. So how did you... How did you guys get to that? Why did you come back and open it in Eau Claire? Yep. What's the whole story there? Yeah, I'll give you the the quick story is Alicia and I both met at UW Eau Claire, run across country and track. Um, absolutely love the community here. I've had family roots in Eau Claire for a while, but was really grown up in lacrosse. Um, got married, stuck around Eau Claire for a little bit, but then ended up my first job out of grad school was uh, in the DC area. So that's where I took my first job in engineering and Alicia started working at the local running store there. And that's a different market. It's DC. It's bigger. Uh, there's a lot of different stores. There's a there's a lot of different events there. Big city feel. A lot of commuting. Uh, so we looked at getting back to the to the Midwest once we started having our first kid, um, and ended up in Iowa. And just everywhere that we moved, we we kind of plugged into that local running scene. It had a local family owned running store, and we got a good look at kind of the behind the scenes, some of what the owners do, and really wanted that for ourselves sometime in our life. We thought that might be, you know, later when we're retired, maybe an empty yeah. nesting project or something like that. But the more we looked at coming back to Wisconsin, Eau Claire was jumping off the map at us. We kept seeing, as we're away from Eau Claire for 10 years, we kept seeing that Eau Claire marathon build and yeah. build and build. We kept seeing the community, you know, kind of grow all of the RCU building and now Jamf and now the Phoenix Park. And then everything's just spreading out from that development. Mm -hmm. You have all of the biking trails, the running trails. So we started knocking on doors and looking around and seeing, is this going to be able to be, to go like now, yeah. not yeah. later? So um, it was a, it was a good year of fact finding and doing some market research and being mentored by other mm -hmm. running store owners that had done it before before we really picked Eau Claire. Uh, why did you? Uh why, why the name Blue Ox Running? I, yeah. I just wanted to bring this up quick because there's yeah. a lot of other ox places I here know. in town. There's a Blue Ox Music Festival. Uh, there's Blue Boxer Arts yes. right down the street from you. There's, yep. uh, you know, the Oxbow Hotel where we are right now. Uh, the Oxford Theater. So here, like. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in because <laughs> I, I didn't know you were gonna ask that. Yes, I came up with was, it just now. Well, because I was the the, the jerk. <laughs> That emailed him. First email from Nick Meyer. I really? did listen. I I cannot believe you asked this. I oh, was I'm not going. I was not going to ask because before he even came Smart. here, I emailed him and I said everything you just said. Yep. And I said, "Are you sure? Yep. You want to call it this?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm sure." Yep. And like, just, right. but just I, you know, just to know and everything. And now it's like, I didn't no, even it's know perfect. That. It is. It is. It was a right. And yeah. just it was an insult for me to no, 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 send no. that email. No. Well, first of all, let me address a couple things. Yeah. So. We this, this is us trying to make up <laughs> from that spot. <laughs> it's all been leading up to this moment right here mm -hmm. to, to clear the air. No. So like Alicia and I were thinking about what, what are we going to name the store? I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah, you start yeah, off yeah. with your branding and once you launch, like unless you're going to do a relaunch, you know, 10 years later, this is what yeah, you're doing. Right on. Right. So um, we're thinking we're actually driving up to the Birkenbiner. Alicia's going to cross country ski with her family this one year. And we're just we're passing through Eau Claire. And we're like, we don't want to just name it the Eau Claire Running Company. We don't want to name it this and this. That's a little bit more generic mm -hmm. that a lot of stores do. We had some good ideas, but we thought back to one of our favorite restaurants, and it was just called Black Sheep. Mm -hmm. And it just made sense. In Cedar Rapids, Black Sheep, everyone knew that was a good restaurant. Everyone went there. Black Sheep was a great restaurant, and it just made sense. And so I'm thinking, oh, we just went into Carson Park. You've got the, the logging museum. Mm -hmm. You've got a rich history of logging here in Eau Claire. It is a tie to Babe the Blue Ox yeah, with Paul okay. Bunyan. And we do answer that question all the time <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. store. Even folks that live in Eau Claire, they know about Babe the Blue Ox. They know about the Carson Park thing. They know about lumberjacking. Mm. But then it just clicks mm. Blue Ox. Yeah, so the first time we put it out there, it kind of clicked for us. And then we caught wind of everything that's still here. That's Oxbow and everything that you just said. Oxford Theater, <laughs> Oxbow Hotel. Oxbow yeah, and then the, yeah, next door, the Blue, Blue Box Blue Arts. Arts. So when we get the people coming in. Art Box Salon was Art next door. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we get people coming in looking for yarn, we're pretty sure we can just send yeah, them right. across the street. They probably get the same thing. They yeah. get people coming in looking for shoes and right. gear. <laughs> that's no, funny. so that's that was the deal, and, and uh, it's stuck ever since. We have our original logo, our original name, and we don't want to change it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for clearing the air. Yeah, so right. I didn't mean to put you out. This is Judge Judy now, apparently. And I'm, I'm, I'm Judy. Uh, 
So you you've placed in the the best social media presence category in our our best of poll. Yes. A lot you use social media a lot for your business, which uh, is great. You have great great content on there, like kind of uh, off the wall stuff sometimes, yeah. some weird stuff. I like it. Um, so well, what role does that play in your business? You know, building and making connections with people here. Right. I I mean I think the community building part of it, aside from social media, mm-hmm. just building community in general is the silver bullet that all small businesses need to take a hold of, especially retail business like ours that, that has a high presence online, obviously. So um, building community, like we're here for the community and the sales and the, and the retail comes along with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the social media part of it is really fun. Um, I had no idea that it would be so much of a backbone to how we communicate with the community as it does. I mean, it's something that you just kind of want to do um, as a side project, as something that you want to put out there, you know that we have, you know, we have a Blue Ox running herd online, <laughs> but it really is kind of the backbone of how we communicate. It's not just this add-on, and then we've got all these other tools. It, it, social media is our tool to um, to follow on with what we're doing, our events, and really bringing people together. Well, speaking of bringing people together, I mean, obviously, yeah. how has the pandemic affected the communal nature of? Right the running scene this year. Obviously, the marathon has had its struggles. There was a couple of virtual versions of that. Um, a lot of people need that social boost aspect to kind yeah. of keep running and to, and to stay active with it, uh, to be motivated and accountable. I mean, so being outside is safer. You can do it at some level, but how, how has it worked? Is that still, right. has the scene adapted to that? Yes. Um, I think we're all figuring out what kind of, not the new permanent normal is, but what, what's, what's kind of normal or what are we doing for this year? different parts of the year have changed how we do our group run. We shut the whole group run down when, when obviously it was that March, April timeframe. Um, the, the group run has only met outside since June. And then we're actually shutting it down now again, as the, as the numbers increase. And as we gather together, it's not just about running together. We often do special events where we do, you know, reps come in from, from different gear companies and they want people to try new things before they buy it. Or we'll have like a special, you know, strength building program after the run one week. And with the temperatures going down and us not bringing people inside, we're not going to do that when it's 10 degrees out. (laughs) And we're also not going to do it um, with the numbers of COVID going up. So we move online, we do some virtual stuff, and it really is um, kind of the main reason that people will come to a group run. I mean, you can run by yourself seven days a week, Mm -hmm. but a lot of folks are looking for accountability and community. That's what you need. Totally. You need accountability. Yeah. You need a support group <laughs> to get you out there. And we're here for I'll you. I'll try. I'll try. We're online 24-7. But hey, I want, I want to talk about your, your running cred, your credentials here for a yes, little bit. The, sure. uh, but first, the, the hardships of that. In 2018, <laughs> yes. Eau Claire Marathon, you had an abysmal failure. <laughs> That's right. Uh, out of nearly four, 500 runners, uh, you came in second pathetic yes yes and just like in the movies you dug deep you (laughs) found the fire and you came back in 2019 and you won the whole thing um congratulations on that who knows what could happen in in 2020 yeah Yeah. maybe you'd have finished before everybody else even started (laughs) well this is the nice thing about the pandemic if i can put it that way my own little selfish piece i i basically get a two-year reigning champion out of one race (laughs) yes that's right. Amazing. But just, is that, so with <laughs> winning the, the marathon and placing well in so many races and right. having the store and being kind of a leader in that sort of scene, does, what's, the, what's the vibe on that with the rest of the team? Does it put a target on your back when you're in a race or does everybody <laughs> cheer for you? Are you hated yeah. or loved, yeah, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> One of my crowning moments of running the uh, 2019 uh, Eau Claire Marathon was not crossing the finish line first, but was having Pat Tuton, the director, one of the directors, tell everybody to moo as I was running oh, I up to that. Carson Hill. So when, I, when I'm like finishing... Because of the blue, the ox. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of our whole deal. Like we call our group the, the herd. herd yeah. You know, we have multiple oxen and I don't know how you say it with plural, but oxen, we're the herd. Man. We moo before our group runs. It's kind of our thing. So they mooed before the race and then they mooed me home. And that, that was infinitely 
infinitely more valuable than, I bet. than that, winning that's any like race. a like i got goosebumps right now <laughs> I, i'm gonna damn it i'm gonna run the marathon yeah, and i'm yeah. gonna get mood i'm gonna become <laughs> we'll race we'll see just just for the goosebumps if you do have a blue ox singlet on people will moo at you we encourage that oh, people nice. will like okay. literally do the horns and moo wow. you along nice. it's not clapping anymore that's loyalty man that's <laughs> that's right you know you're obviously you know you're pa- passionate and talented uh about about the running stuff and you know what but what what else is there? I mean, what you got you got a whole family here. What yeah. do, what do you and the fam do to kick back? Yeah, there's a lot more to my day and my week yeah. and, and my identity than than the running thing. Sure. Um. So I'm a dad of three uh, three little monsters at home. Uh, Alicia and I have been married for coming up on 15 years here. Wow, congrats. Um. So we just love Eau Claire. We love kind of where we're at. We're we're in a good spot where we can zoom downtown to our job. We can get out to Lowe's Creek. We can run on the on the the city trails, we can get out on the country roads. Um, I'm really enjoying settling into our third year being back here. Um, and then the pandemic hits, right? We're always kind of on our toes. Yeah. Um, it really did feel like, so the ages of our kids are, you know, 10, uh, eight and six. So when we opened the store, you know, that would have been about the same time that we would have maybe had another kid. So we often joke like the store is our fourth kid, you know, it comes with all the same stress, all the same joy, all the same sleepless nights in some ways. Um, Not quite as much joy. Those kids are way better than the (laughs) store. But then now three years after that, it's kind of like, okay, well, what's the, what's the other big change? And it's COVID. It's, it's a crazy 2020. It's, it's keeping us on our toes just as soon as we get kind of settled in this was the year. This is the year where all three of our kids are at the same school. Yeah. So we've had fall 2020 circle, circled on our calendar. That's like, <laughs> oh, oh man. yeah, like we'll yeah. drop the kids it off. It was going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> and, but at the same time, you know, nothing that's valuable and, and uh, worth, worthy in our lives doesn't come without like that kind of push and that kind of grind. Like you want to have a good marriage, you push through and it's a lot mm-hmm. of work. Mm-hmm. You want to have you want to have a fun family. It's a lot of work, and it's, that that third year is also like a big turning point for businesses, yes. too. And now mm-hmm. we got holiday shopping is upon us. I'm sure that impacts you in, yeah. in some sort of way, as it does so many retailers and restaurants and stuff right now. Obviously, volume one, we just did this uh, effort around the buy local thing that we always do. But this yep. year, it's like, hey, you can really make your your spending matter this year and mm-hmm. keep some people afloat. Um, I mean, it's just, it's critical to support that stuff this year more than ever. I mean, how has your store and family felt that impact of the pandemic business-wise this year? And I mean, what do you think this means for small local retailers, this moment that we're in? Yeah, Um, there's some, I mean, obviously the shock and how jarring it was that that shutdowns happened so quickly and just the news of COVID was coming through in that February timeframe was jarring and it was difficult and it wasn't like, great. <laughs> Sales went way down those first couple months, but what it's done, and I think it does this in, in other industries too, this isn't just small business or retail. It's forced us to see what needed to be combed through anyway. Like what changes are we making now that are going to stick? What changes are we making now that's a band-aid and that we need to get through this weird time? Um, and, and that's been helpful for us. Our, our online store, our e-commerce has gone uh, to a place that we haven't had it before. And it also ties into our local brick and mortar store. So I was actually just on a call this morning about what we're going to do for the next year and what we're going to do for our run club and bring community in. And they're going to, you're going to be able to download an app and all this stuff. It's made me do that um, at a time that I might not have otherwise. Yeah, I think there's a lot of ways that everybody that does come out the other side, and hopefully it's everybody in a small community like this, we need everybody to make it. But it's training people to be right. stronger, uh, faster, you know, whether they're, um, you know, a restaurant or retailer or whatever right. else. But some of them are not going to make it, right. too. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the thrust of our this Make It Matter and the Buy Local campaign thing is just like, hey, you might lose your favorite shop, right. you know, if you don't support it. And that's true for you and the herd and everybody there. Too. Yeah. So I hope I hope it comes through well yeah. this season. We just got through the whole, you know, election season. But one thing that people don't think about is you vote with your dollars every day. Yeah. You know, you, you kind of like show what's valuable to you with your wallet, with your with your calendar and, and how you invest your time and, and your money. All right. Well, thank you. I'll wrap it up for the interview. But are yeah. you down to come back and play some games? Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ready. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with Adam and Matt and Bonnie will be back. We'll play some games. It's going to be a lot of fun. So stick around. Nick, look, you have glasses. I have glasses. Mm-hmm. So many people in the world uh, have glasses. And you got to take care of your eyes. I mean, how are you going to see the beauty of the world? 
And so where in the valley are you going to take care of your eyes best but the Chippewa Valley Eye Clinic? Right. As you might recall, they suffered a fire to their Eau Claire facility last fall. Uh, and I happened to drive by shortly after that, and it was a mess. It was really too bad. Uh, but they have since relocated to temporary facilities on Oak Ridge Drive, and if that's back behind the new Marshfield mm-hmm. Hospital, mm-hmm. they plan to build at their original Damon Street location in the meantime. And that's so cool. just, despite all this, Chippewa Valley Eye Clinic continues to offer amazing eye care uh, to the Chippewa Valley. And Eric, I think you have the list of everything that they do. I do. Uh, let's see. Routine exams for glasses and contacts, cataract surgery, treatment for glaucoma, macular degeneration, eyelid drooping, LASIK, and and I think they also recently added a couple of new doctors. Yes, an ophthalmologist, Dr. Spencer Morton, and an optometrist, Dr. Abigail Ritchie. And you can call their office at 715-834-8471 to schedule your appointment. That is Chippewa Valley Eye Clinic. Seeing, Seeing the, the future. future. Welcome back to the Volume 1 podcast. It is game time, y'all. Our panelists, Bonnie and Matt, have graciously returned alongside Adam to play some wacky games uh, with us all about local stuff in the Chippewa Valley. Uh, there are three rounds of games, and each of our contestants are playing for a local nonprofit of their choice. Whoever wins all three games, their nonprofit will get a free ad in Volume 1. So, Adam, let's start with you. Who are you playing for today? Yes, I am playing for Fierce Freedom right here in Altoona, Wisconsin. Amazing. Uh, Bonnie, Bonnie, next. I'm Who are you playing for? for the Chippewa Valley Free Clinic. Fantastic. And Matt? I am playing for the Eau Claire County Humane Society. Fantastic. Ooh, it's a win-win-win. Wow, win-win-win. Everybody wins. Uh, actually, no. One person wins. Uh, <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> so, all right. Let's get into it. So, round one is a group game. So, uh, we're all playing this first game. Not me. Just the three of you. Uh, and it's called Run the Numbers. Okay? This is a guessing game with numbers. <laughs> so, you have 10 seconds to write down your answers, right? And it's kind of Price is Right style. So, the close, so it's a bunch of different numbers. The closest to the number without going over wins. And the first person to win two of these moves on to the final round. Goes straight to the final round. Mm. So, are we ready? Are we excited? I was born ready. Run the numbers. I used to skip ready. class all the time and watch prices run. <laughs> well, yeah, it's every sick day. It's like sick day <laughs> right yeah, now. Absolutely. Um, all right, so you have 10 seconds to write down your answers. Remember, there's a few of these. First person to get two wins. So, okay, first. And time. <laughs> I'll hit it. Uh, the price of a 16 pound free range turkey from Eau Claire's Bent Oak Farm at Just Local Food Co op. The price of a 16-pound free-range turkey at Just Local. Thanksgiving. It's timely. And time. All right, let's see your answers. Adam, let's start with you. I have no $16.50. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just had it. Bonnie, $32. Oh. Almost double what Adam said. All right, Matt, what do you got? $20.99. Oh, $20.99. Oof. You, you all were way off the actual answer. Is seventy nine dollars and eighty four cents. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh. So Bonnie, <sighs> that turkey will also do Bonnie your taxes. Bonnie was closest. <laughs> that turkey will also, yeah, yeah. He gets a he gets a little fee there too. All right, moving on. So this this is the number of deer killed last year during hunting season twenty nineteen in Eau Claire, Chippewa, and Dunn County. The number of deer killed in twenty nineteen in our three counties. We're all going hunting, right? We're all hunters. Yeah, you can imagine me in the woods, right? I'm not a hunter. I'm not a runner. And that is time. All right. All right, Matt, let's start with you. What do you got? 26,000? I I don't know. 26,000? That's a lot of deer. All right, Bonnie, let's see. (laughs) 70,000. That's also a lot of deer. All right, Adam, Um, what do you got? 324? 324. Adam, you win. That's what I figured. (laughs) Price is right rules. The number is 7,817. Yeah, I got no grasp on that. My husband will be so proud of me. So, what is the score? What is the score right now? So, Bonnie has one and Adam has one. Okay. So, remember, the first person to win two goes right to the final round. All right, let's continue. Uh, This is the number of people that I saw not wearing masks at the quick trip on Bracket a couple weeks ago. Hmm. The number of people I saw not wearing masks when I went to the Quick Trip on Bracket a couple weeks ago. And time. Let's see what we got. Adam, let's start with you. One dollar, Bob. One. Okay, one. Smart Low play. number. Smart all right, Bonnie, play. what do you got? Four. Okay, all right, Matt, let's see. It's Three. It's not good. I got to be like right on. 
The number of people I saw not wearing masks at Quick Trip on Bracket was six. Oh. Six at oh, one Bonnie. time. Bonnie's Bonnie got wins Bonnie the first wins. round. Congrats, Bonnie. You win the group game, which means you go right to the final round. Woohoo! Oh, cool. I don't feel? have to be a sore loser yet. Yeah, no, not yet. <laughs> so the winner, go, the winner, Bonnie, goes right to the final round. The two losers, Matt I, and I Adam, still, we still get oh. to play. you still get to play. You're it's playing in. Game. Let's you're go. playing in round two, which we call the losers game. Oh, well, that's a nice uh, name. I've been playing the losers game for most of my life. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bonnie, you won round one, uh, okay. so you don't participate in this game. But okay. that doesn't mean you're totally left out. In fact, you have a pretty, uh, pretty crucial role in this next game, which is a little bit more creative. Okay. So uh, we're going to be coming up with the name of some food trucks here, and uh, it's it's head to head, Matt versus Adam, and Bonnie. You're going to pick your favorites in each of these three rounds. Oh, Bonnie, I want you to remember our history together. <laughs> right? I ha we have shopped at your store many times. I appreciate that, Bonnie. <laughs> I appreciate that. Clearly, All right, I haven't, but my family has. <laughs> Actually, I have. So uh, you have 30 seconds to write down your answers. So it's oh, a little wow. bit more creative. So okay. So it's called food truck frenzy, right? And so there's three rounds of this. Food trucks are all the rage in the Chippewa Valley, and we're going to be creating our own food trucks today. I'm going to say the style of a food truck. And you have to come up with a name for that food truck. And if you can include a local reference in there, that's bonus points. But I'll leave it mm. up to Bonnie. So, all right, let's start with the first round. So your local food truck serves barbecue and brisket. What is it called? Time is ticking. Barbecue and brisket. Bonnie, don't you want to be thinking of barbecue and brisket right now? Uh, my brain is dead right now. <laughs> it sounds delicious to me. I am hungry. Get some, get some, we should, we should all get some brisket after this. All right, and time, let's see what we got here. All right, Matt, let's start with you. Brisk ox barbecue. <laughs> Brisk I like that. ox barbecue, that's pretty good. Like all right, that. Adam, what do we got? And in the same block of South Barstow Street, we would have <laughs> Raggedy Pan. Raggedy oh, Pan. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> Bonnie, what do you think? Who's so you like better? For the callback. I, I mean, I, I gotta go with Briscoe. Briscoe's I would too. All right. I would too. All right. All right. Sorry. All right, Matt wins. We have two more rounds though, so get another paper ready. All right. Here we go. All right, second round. Your local food truck serves only vegan dishes. What is it going to be called? A vegan food truck. Has anyone tried it? Not here in the valley. Oh, there's there's vegan options. I like that brisk ox barbecue. I think we had a we had a pretty good one the first time. All right, are we ready? Ready. All right, Matt. Let's start with you again. I don't know. You know if it's a local obvious. vegan dish food truck. Yeah, I don't know if it's obvious. Vegan is not my thing. I I respect them, but I just went with Green Acres. I don't know. Green Acres. Like a nice mentality. I think that name is taken by a, a TV show in the '60s, but I think uh, there's been enough time. <laughs> Green Acres is good. Time. Green Acres is good. All right, Adam. Let's see what you got. And vegan isn't my thing either. I keep forgetting if cheese is included in the diet or not. But cheese, Wisconsin. Don't cut the cheese. Don't cut the cheese. That's not bad. That's not bad. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, cheese is not included in vegan. That's why we don't need to cut it. That's why we're not cutting it. Oh, I love the sound effect. Oh, thanks. For the, we finally got to use the trombone sound. We've been waiting so long. Three episodes. All right, Bonnie, what do you think? Uh, um, just to make it fair, I'm going to go with not cut okay. the cheese. I appreciate I that vote. sympathy. Right, I wouldn't vote for Green Acres either. Right. That was a sympathy vote. I appreciate there, that. I've been getting a lot of those lately. All right, we're I all tied think up. Of vegan puns. I could there's a lack of vegan puns in the Chippewa Valley. <laughs> all right, we're all tied up. Matt has one. Adam has one. This is the tiebreaker. Bonnie, you're effectively choosing Ooh. who's going to face you in the final round. I'm shaking. So the final round is your local food truck. Adam, you're going to like this one. Only serves different kinds of cheese. Oh. What is your food truck called? Could be fried cheese curds. Could be mozzarella sticks. Could be craft singles on a plate. <laughs> Could just be cheese shavings directly into your mouth once the pandemic is over. Cheese food truck. It's just cheese. Nothing else. Just let the jingle play out. It is a 30-second <laughs> jingle, so right when it's done, it's, it's perfect timing. All right, let's see what we got. Adam, let's start with you. Your cheese food truck, what would it, it be called? 
Well, we already have a, uh, some branding on it as well with the icon. It's cheese on wheels. Cheese. Oh, oh. and he drew a little picture. That's pretty good. Cheese, cheese wheel on pun. wheels. Cheese There's on wheels. wheels of cheese and wheels on the food truck. So I want you All to right, imagine. Matt, let's see. I want you to imagine every time you walk up, you get you get uh, hit with a resounding "Hey, baby!" <laughs> right. So I got cheddar, cheddar, baby, with baby. multiple Y's. With That's in the branding. Y's. It's in with the branding. Five Y's, cheddar, cheddar, baby. baby. Because when you want more cheese, cheese you say hungry. yes, yes, yes. You're really selling it, man. <laughs> All right, Bonnie, tough decision here. What, what cheese food truck is going to send one of these players to the final round? Baby. It, trucks have wheels. <laughs> Puppies. Oh, really? I have to do this? Yeah, that's the hard part about oh. winning. Okay, I'll be a... Uh, um Cheese on wheels. Cheese oh, on wheels. Sorry. Ooh, look at all the whys. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I've, there's just a double entendre. What there, a disappointment. I get it, I get it, I get it. All right, Matt, that means you lose. Uh, but that doesn't mean you're totally out either. Adam and Bonnie are going to play head to head in the final right. round. Uh, and you're going to be involved in that as well. I'm happy to participate. Yes. Okay, so round three is the winner's game. The two winners of the two games face off for ultimate victory. Oh. Uh, and we're doing a, a game called What's in the Koozie, okay? And I'm sure you're all wondering right now what's in the koozie. Uh, but it's a fast-paced kind of catchphrase-style game where that, that koozie is full of different Chippewa Valley stuff. And Matt, you're going to be the one giving the clues to Bonnie and Adam. So, oh, Lordy. So Here we go. <laughs> it's a bunch of different Chippewa Valley stuff. So whoever gets the most right in two minutes wins the entire thing. So and I, their, their nonprofit gets I have free to describe app. it. It's like charades kind yeah. of, right? Yeah, you have right. to just describe it without saying the actual thing. Okay. Oh. All right, are we ready? Yeah. Ready. Okay. Uh, and two minutes on the clock. Matt, go. This is an all-male acapella group at the university. Fifth Element. Nope. Ooh, uh, oh. Statesman. Uh, no, keep going, keep going. In sync. Um, uh, pass. You can throw it out if you want. Throw it out. <laughs> Could be. Uh, this is a place to get great fish in Chippewa. Also, some say it's haunted, and they have a great Sheely old house. You got it, Bonnie. You got One it for Bonnie. It's haunted. It is haunted. Yeah, it is haunted. <laughs> okay. uh, Menominee uh, Stout, uh, the uh, the mascot of Stout. Uh, the Blue Devil. Blue Devil. So you got Adam. it, baby. One for Adam. Uh, Bonnie Bear's drummer, also a solo artist, has a Sean fantastic. That you got Ooh, it. Two for Bonnie. One for Adam. Uh, there's a. This is a beautiful, beautiful thing. People ride down on wood planks very fast. A roller coaster. Uh, no, but it's it's the name of the one in town. There's an international. Oh, the ski, silver mine ski you jump. Got, you got it. You, you got, got it, it Bonnie. You got it. You're That's on fire. <laughs> uh, this is one of my favorite haunts on Water Street. Not a place you'd go to. The to pickle. Be with, to be with college. No, absolutely not. I'm sorry. Uh, but it's near the it's near the pickle, and they got great brachos and, oh, and pitchers. No, um, Euro you King. Can, you can drink oh. there like your Bukowski, fifty Mogis. cents at happy hour. Mogis. Oh, the no, Pioneer. No, no, no. It's 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 a really cool place. They got barbershop chairs. There's like four tables. Stars, but, man, no. they make them count. Not Mogis. Oh my gosh, Bonnie. What I are, can't believe you're not getting this. Oh. Uh, barber chairs? You mean dentist chair? No. Well, I, on Water Street? I've never had my hair serviced there, but I, I believe they are... Star Sister? 30 seconds left. No, they have grain belt on tap. No light beer. It's not the joint. It is the joint. It the is joint. the joint. That's four for body. You said yeah. food. Say no light beer first next time, okay, please. Okay, yes. Sorry 20 about seconds. that. Uh, 20 this, seconds. This is a body of water that looks like something in the sky. Carson Park is by Oxbow. it. Half Moon Lake. You yes, got it. That. Ooh, Adam. This is a town out past Altoona. It's seven miles from Altoona. Falker, you got Fall it. Fall Creek. Five, uh, this is four, <laughs> this is a, a an eatery. It used to be a Dairy Queen, but now they had to change the name. The Roadside oh, Diner. Ooh, you got it. Okay, time. <sighs> All right, Adam, you got three. My but, heart but is Bonnie, racing. Bonnie, you got five. Yes. So Bonnie, you Good are job, the ultimate Bonnie. winner. Congrats to Bonnie. Yay. And congrats to the Chippewa Valley Free Clinic. Yes. I don't know what it says about awesome. both of you. The joint took you a while. I'm so well, sorry. Can we cut that out? Somewhere. I we, couldn't believe you didn't get don't that. Don't cut Bonnie. it out because my clues were impeccable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, didn't you I say know. something about food? <laughs> I don't know. I was really rattling off a you lot. You all did a fantastic <sighs> job. Thank so you so sorry. much. Outstanding work, everybody. Truly. Uh, we've got to take a break, uh, but I want to thank all of our guests one more time. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you, thank thank you Matt. You. It was a pleasure to have you all on the podcast. I hope you had a good time. Uh, stick around, folks. We'll be right back. Yeah, Fresco Savvy. <laughs> Nick, let's talk about one of the sponsors of the Volume 1 podcast, Royal Credit Union. I, I would love to, actually, because 
Royal Credit Union has been a partner of Volume 1 since very early days. They were the first main sponsor of our Sounds Like Summer concert series in Phoenix Park on Thursday nights. They've been a part of this community for decades, and really they were a major leader in the current renaissance you are seeing in downtown Oakland. Yeah, they were one of the first build- big buildings yep. down there, beautiful They made the investment that made Phoenix Park even possible. Mm -hmm. They led the way in a major way. And you talk about like like responsible corporate citizenship of the community. RCU is like one of Eau Claire's beacon shining lights as far as that goes. Absolutely. So they've supported so much stuff in the community, including this podcast now, which is awesome. And so many things that Volume 1 has done, but really so much more than that. And uh, I just can't say enough good things about Royal Credit Union. I've been a lifelong customer. Mm-hmm. All of Volume 1's you know, business loans and for the local store, our construction, everything has been through RCU, car loans, all that kind of stuff. So it's just a, a great organization. They're awesome down there. They are. So, I mean, you can check them out. If you haven't heard of them, I don't know where you've been living because they employ <laughs> hundreds of people in this town. But uh, visit them at rcu.org. Welcome back to the Volume 1 podcast, folks. Gosh, that was fun. Uh, well, I can't well, believe how long it takes everybody yeah. to think of the joint. They listed every place on Water Street. I thought, you know, putting the joint in there was going to be like, oh, they're just going to, that'll be a quick a slam one. Dunk. Just an easy, easy it's layup. A, it's a cultural embarrassment. Yeah. That they, yeah. It's been closed for so long. People just forgot it's that it true. exists. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's Including Bonnie. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, but uh, okay. Well, Nick, how are you feeling about everything? It was How's, great. It was good, good episode. It was great to hear from Adam and yeah. uh, more about what they, the culture that they've built through Blue Ox and how they're so hanging cool. on through the pandemic and everything. So. This is a good looking man. I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> you talk a lot about how good looking our guests are. <laughs> I can't help myself. Everybody's beautiful. <laughs> uh, folks, as always, make sure uh, you click subscribe wherever it is you listen to podcasts. We're out there on uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google stitcher uh facebook volume one.org of course uh there's so many ways to listen we really appreciate it uh leave us some ratings and reviews especially if you can type a little review it helps the uh helps the algorithm a little bit five stars would be amazing would i be don't nice. want to twist yeah. anyone's arm but five stars think about it think of the uh, effort the effort <laughs> yeah it really goes a long way uh again we want to thank uh adam condit once again for step stopping by and having a great combo uh Shout out to our panelists, Matt Hassenmuller and Bonnie Knight. Uh, love those two. They were so funny together. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors once again, of course, uh, DebraBecker.com, selling State Farm Insurance, uh, Royal Credit Union, and the Triple Valley Eye Clinic. Thank you so much for your support. It means so much. Uh, and now, as always, if you have any feedback about the podcast, you know, folks you'd like to see us have on or games we should play, whatever, uh, you and you want to tell me, you know that you don't like my weird face uh you want to tell me that that i'm not good at this please i welcome it uh, I, I do it all the time you can't hurt me <laughs> uh feel free to drop me a line directly at my email at eric at volume one.org uh thanks to nick of course joel and alex on production and tech uh thanks to chase for the sponsorships and everybody that contributed to this thing uh for the volume one podcast i'm eric christensen see you next time